morning, everyone. Welcome to Snap Aim Podcast. Today, I'm joined by Victoria Tran. And yeah, we had a little like snafu, but you know what? It's fine. It was on my end. I'm a professional, I promise. <laughs> All good. That's how you know it's real. That's how you know it's live. That is true. Yeah. And that's how you know you're human, which is great. Yes, I shall proceed. Thank you, Chad. <laughs> Thank you all for joining us so early. So, Victoria, let's do a quick run through of just God, your career, which is okay. First of all, actually, I think we first met at PAX East 2019. Was it 2019 or 2020? I don't remember. It was right before the pandemic. I think I think we met in no. <laughs> huh. I think we met in 2019 because okay. I think you saw boyfriend dungeon. I did, yes, and we, yeah, it was. Okay, I think I, I can't remember. It was, it was, it's like a blur, right? Twenty nineteen versus twenty twenty. You're just like, I don't remember what happened here, but yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, we we met, and I was playing Boyfriend Dungeon because it was one of those games that I've been looking forward to for a while, and we started talking. We just kind of connected which is really nice and we kept in touch over the years and now look at you're amazing like you have done so much in the community and it's been so cool to watch you kind of just grow and all of the different talks you've been having all of the different I looked at your um newsletters and I was like this is you're doing this for free <laughs> it's crazy so yeah can you give us a little bit of background of like your give, give us your resume if you could <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Oh my goodness. It's a job interview now. Um, I did actually just want to say before I dive into me, like when I first met Stella, like you're like, obviously like, you know, your hair always amazing. The colors always on point. The blonde working so well for you Thank right you. now. Um, I saw her like demoing our game and I was just looking at her being like, I should say hi. She's really cool. <laughs> and I just stared at her. It was so <laughs> weird. I was like, Victoria, you have to like do something. I was like, but I can't. I'm like frozen in place. I'm just nervous. So, so that was my cool those were the cool thoughts in my head. Um, but yeah, no. So my background is that I am currently the communications director for Interslop. We make a game called Among Us. I am also the co-organizer for Wholesome Games. And yeah, I do a lot of community marketing writing on the side with my newsletter, I'm very much involved in the indie game space when it comes to the marketing stuff. Yeah, so okay, I, <laughs> I feel like I equally was in awe when I saw you because I was just like, this is so cool. Like how are you're working on this? And this is like, we, we just like gushed about the different options that were available. And yeah, I, I remember you, you were so sweet. You took care of me even after you left Kitbox because I actually, hold on, I have it. <laughs> for for our uh, VOD and streamers, stream viewers, you can see the, the visual. Oh, I, have yeah. the, <laughs> I have the collector's, I have the collector's edition of Boyfriend Dungeon and it is still like mint in its condition because I have not been able to play it yet from this. But yeah, I, um, hold on. Okay. Yeah, but you still hooked me up with it after you left, and I was like, she's so sweet. <laughs> you have to have one. You had to. So <laughs> yes, it was. Yeah, it, it was just one of those moments where I was like, I, so I definitely still felt very new into the space because like, I started working on IGN in 2019, like in June, right before uh, the week of E3, 
because I remember going into the office and everyone was gone for E3 except for me because I was a contractor. So <laughs> I was like, oh, great, great, great for a start. What do I do here? Great. <laughs> Pull out. Yeah. <laughs> so going to PAX East, I was like, oh, you know, maybe people won't really be interested in like, you know, things that I have to say and stuff, which it was it was really nice having a real conversation with you. And it felt really good being able to focus on different things. And also another Asian woman in gaming. I was like, yes, this is amazing. So happy. And um, yeah. So how have things been at Inner Sloth? Like, what is your favorite thing to do um, when you walk into work? Well, I guess, yeah. <laughs> Remote work. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, honestly, it's inner sloth. Like, working on Among Us is very difficult to describe because it's so much. It's just, it's chaos all the time, but, like, in the best way because I've, I've been there for almost three years now, and I definitely wouldn't be there for three years if I didn't think it was a lot of fun. Um, but continually the favorite thing and it feels like such a corny answer every time I talk about it because of course being in community like that's going to be my answer it is literally just talking with all the players um I never get sick of Among Us memes it is <laughs> so funny to me and everyone like had like because it you know me like the meme involves over time and everyone keeps coming up with like different jokes I'm like I don't understand how you can but it's hilarious every <laughs> single time I love it have you seen those TikToks where grown ass men just start bullying like the little kids? Like, I'm gonna report you, and they just go, nah! In Among Us VR. Yes. Yeah. Like, yeah. But it's like all in fun, but it's so funny because they take it so seriously. Like, he's lying. And you're like, welcome to the real world, kid. No. Did you see this like one Among Us VR clip? where like this guy is like trying to prank this kid he's like oh i have a gift for you like what's your address and the kid just works <gasps> it out and he's like no no and he like sits down this kid and he's like you you shouldn't ever do that he's like but you asked me for my address because you wanted to send me something he's like no 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 oh god i mean that's very sweet of him to teach him but also it's like we don't have to worry about people with candy vans anymore. It is literally just people in Among Us being like, hey, I have an Among Us plushie I want to send you. <gasps> Here's my address. Here's my social security oh number. You're God. like, honestly, just like <laughs> a lot of the online games, like a lot of the online games. And like, it's great because Among Us VR has been like adding so much good uh, moderation to it. But good. it's like, like you see this in all the massive games that like have quite a large, like, the base of younger players who yeah. aren't used to this sort of thing and you know what is it they they were saying talking about just how what is it, you get a little less media savvy yes with it. like, yeah yeah okay so i have to ask okay so because i didn't grow up with a lot of tech i was allowed to watch things for like an hour um so i, I was uh. this is kind of getting into the weeds of it but i was raised religious so like if it was anything that was Bible themed, it was okay. Like Veggie Tales, I could watch for hours on it. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, did you? Okay, what kind of a background did you have going into games? Like, did you play games a lot growing up? Um, did you have your own console? Yeah, I had. Um, I had like one of those strict, like typical what they would consider like Asian upbringing. Yeah, <laughs> um, we didn't have a console. Apparently, I don't remember this because I was too young. But apparently, we were gifted. 
a Nintendo console like way back, like oh. uh, Nintendo 64 or something. And my mom saw it and she gave it away because she was like, absolutely not. And she no. was like, no. <laughs> I know. I was like, what? Like, I never grew up with consoles, but we yeah. had um, we had com- we had a computer uh, and we could convince my mom that it was for homework and school and we would just play like whatever we could find on it right? <laughs> like all the flash games yes um the like free-ish mmos like that sort of thing um so that's what i grew up on and otherwise it was very much like you know you have your very distinct paths you have a doctor a lawyer an accountant take your pick Whoa. Uh, so that was that was my upbringing <laughs> That's very similar to mine, uh, which I was like, it's not fair. Dad gets to play video games. It's like, well, dad's studying to be a dentist, so he gets to have video game breaks. I'm like, okay, I guess. What? <laughs> yeah. I love do, that. Do you remember? Okay, if you played Flash games, do you remember the Lilo and Stitch game where Stitch would make sandwiches? Like, it was a sandwich stacker yes. game. Yes, like, you're a whole, like, whole, and you're, like, yes. going back and forth or whatever. Yes. yes. Oh. It's so good. It's so good. That was my favorite Flash game. I didn't even realize it was a Flash game. And it was just my yeah. favorite because I was like, look at him. He's making his little sandwich. And, you know, I want to try to get it as high as possible. And I, we would go to the library. And that's when we would be allowed to, like, be on the computer for, like, research. And I'd be like, oh, yeah, I'm yeah. researching this. And I'd be playing the Stitch sandwich stacking game. <laughs> I played so many Flash games at the library because I was like, this is work time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you didn't play so many. Oh, great. Yes. And if anyone in chat wants to ask questions, you absolutely can. I will read them and uh, try to input them as uh, gracefully as possible, but also probably not very gracefully because, uh, yeah. <laughs> fine. It's fine. Um, yeah. I remember I tried to get into other Flash games, like I think Makeover games. And I was like, this is not it for me. I need something a little bit more uh, interesting. Oh, there was, a, there was a. You were on the Barbie train? Like, the I, Barbie wasn't. I wasn't. I yeah. wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> but I was into the Flash fighting game, Teen Titans. Do you remember that one? I did not play that. Okay. There was a Teen Titans fighting game where it was like you, you play as these characters and you go through different levels and you fight. The, the baddies i forget what this name was i forget the name of this game but i need to remember it because it was actually so fun um but i was really bad at fighting games because i was like i don't know what's happening but i really like craven so i'm gonna play her <laughs> sounds amazing i love that yeah no i just it's like addicting games mini clip like all of that i had like and then there's the the ones that were more just like online not browser based. I guess Pablo Hotel is not really browser based. Neopets and uh, Tibia. Oh my god! <laughs> I never got into Neopets, and I wish I had. But I just didn't have that mm. ability to do like time commitment stuff. So, mm. also okay. Ivan says Teen Titans Battle Blitz. That was the name of the game, and it was so fun. I, I wish. I think some of these Flash games kind of live in an archive somewhere. And I think we're able there to play has it. To be some sort of archive. Of yeah, I think so. So we, I would highly recommend it. It was so. It was. It was stupid fun. <laughs> you can just do a flash game stream. Yeah. Oh yeah, and then and then Hello Kitty Island Adventure is a real game now. Yeah. Yeah, I and I was. That. 
Me neither. I need to. But it's so funny. There's so many like parody things in there. <laughs> oh I'm so God. excited. Oh, what a what a beautiful age of gaming that was. I know. I'm I am so happy. Now they just need to bring back Club Penguins and then it's fine. Yo. <laughs> I was so like it was one of those things where you know like when you don't know your parents don't have money and you're like, I don't yeah. understand why we can't buy this digital good on Club Penguin. <laughs> like, I need this to survive and you're saying no. Yeah, yeah, now now it's all Roblox, right? It's just like, well, I really want this skirt in Roblox. Let me get it. And it's so interesting. Mm -hmm. I it's I can't so I was thinking about um I guess raising a kid in this sort of environment and I was like, I'm kind of glad I don't have to deal with that because I can barely manage my own time online and in games. You want me to try to manage another human being that I want to make sure is going to read books, is going to be literate and all of these things because I was like, you know what? I understand that my parents didn't have the system down perfectly, but also I'm very glad that I didn't have as much screen time as I did because I there's so many videos of teachers now being like, some of these kids are very illiterate and they're in like fifth grade and it's crazy. Like the learning is, I, I think that the pandemic also affected a lot of people's oh. brains, but it's so interesting to see them talk about how development is so different now. And I'm like, I don't know how to, like, we can use Minecraft as, as a learning tool, but kids are really into, like, Roblox, Fortnite, stuff like that. So it's really interesting to think about kids growing up in this environment versus how we grew up. Yeah, it's terrifying to think <laughs> of the way, like, education just changes. And, like, technology, you know, evolves way faster than any laws or educational system can really keep up with. So that's an that's a pay teachers more. <laughs> Seriously, I'm I'm like I they're in charge of all of these little brains and they're not getting paid enough. I, that's crazy to me. Yeah, yeah. I can't I can't even like I don't have children, but I have like my little cousins and like sometimes when I have to take care of one of them, like, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> you just distract them with like among us oh my god do they love that you work for among us yeah yeah um they're they like it specifically if i can give them free stuff <laughs> like that's the thing um it depends on what age like if they're young enough like they want the free stuff and okay. then they're like can you get me free minecraft stuff i'm like no oh. that's not how that works and they're like oh okay well we'll take this and then the like slightly old like the teeny ones like teenage ones are like can i see can i t like use the among us tiktok account to promote me and i'm like no <gasps> you can't do that that's so weird like can you promote me on the among us tiktok and i'm like no, what come on don't do that can, can you give me exposure <laughs> oh Oh my god, that's crazy. That's another thing I was thinking about. I'm like, so before, it, during, when we were growing up, it was all about becoming a YouTuber, right? But now it's like, oh, I want to be a TikToker. And I'm like, what? What? Where? I mean, I get it. I kind of get it. Because TikTok is really easy to do just like silly videos, do dances, and it's like, you know, what, 30 seconds long or whatever you want it to be. But it's crazy to me. It's so different. And I'm like, I'm 
you know what? I'm very glad I grew up in the time that I did as much as, you know, as much as things might be a little bit easier now, it's also a little harder to manage things. It's crazy. I can't. Yeah. I'm very glad I'm not raising a kid right now. <laughs> I know. I know. It's just any, honestly, any time to raise a kid to me sounds like a horrifying time. So yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Athletic brings up educational point and clicks on PC. I remember, I think it was Wayfinder that I played something like that. But also, do you remember, did you ever play Zumbinis growing up? Zumbinis? Yeah. No. They were these like little blueberry looking shits that would like run around and you would have to help them by solving math equations, I think. And it was, it was weird. Oh. I hated it. <laughs> I have like many of those like yeah those educational point and click games um i don't remember <laughs> if i enjoyed them i just remember playing them <laughs> which one which one was the one that you recall the most probably i don't like remember the names of them but they were Me very neither, yeah. specifically to like teach you math and it was like a space shooter game well that to, sounds like, way more number thing yeah, uh, oh, okay. Like, oh, okay. Was, I don't know. It's okay. Lots of time. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just, so I tried to figure out what the name of the Zumbinis one was. And I was like, Little Blueberry Men Crossing a Bridge. Because that's the level I remember specifically. And it was like, it took me so long to figure it out. <laughs> What a name. Like, you just gotta remember that. It's fine. I don't know. I can't judge it. It was decades ago. I know, but now I can't forget it. So, um, mm -hmm. ooh, we do have a question. Okay, so Quantum Espresso, ooh, I love that, um, asks, how was your experience in college studying communications? Did you always know you wanted to work at a game studio? And what are the, some of the challenges being a community manager that are unique to games? That's a lot, so you can break okay. it down however you want. Three big questions. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, yeah, so studying comms in university, so technically I studied, my major was sociology, and then I double minored in healthcare PR and communications, um, because I was going to do healthcare related things. I'm currently not doing yeah. that. So, <laughs> but it was, it was pretty good. I, I think I just had a hit at one point that stage of like, what am I doing? Like, you know, when you when you have that moment of realization sometimes when you're like I'm stuck in a box getting graded on things that I don't think I even remember half of the time it's just I've I know how to regurgitate things quite well and that's like what I'm learning um it was still like it was still uh very nice to get the context and sociology classes are really interesting but sometimes depressing because you just learn about a lot of shit that's going on in the world uh, uh you're like oh okay this great discrimination everywhere um but it was it was interesting and I graduated and then I had like a mini mental breakdown because I realized I didn't want to do healthcare stuff so I never thought that I could work in a game studio and I never realized it was a job that existed weirdly enough even though I played games right and I was like clear people are clearly doing this but I can't do that because that's not a thing that exists for me. <laughs> so yeah, I never never thought I would work in a game studio, but ended up doing it because I had that episode after I graduated where I was like, 
you know what, I have nothing to lose. I don't think I want to do what I studied four years in school for. So I'm just going to apply to anything and hope for the best. Uh, that worked out. So that's good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but the last question was some challenges of being a community manager that are unique to games. Uh, it's a lot. Um, <laughs> I think, and one of the challenges, honestly, is that between AAA and Indie and like whatever the space in between is, every community manager sort of has a different job description. Uh, in AAA, you tend to have something that is much more structured, or at least that's what I hear. I haven't been in AAA, so I can't actually attest to that. Uh, but in Indie, you tend to want, like, they call it like T, a T skill, T level, or hmm. like employees there are like like a T. So it's like you have broad skill sets, and then one skill set that is quite like developed, and usually that's like communications or whatever, right? Um, you end up having to do quite a bit. So whether that is like press, whether that's influencer stuff, whether it's content creation, um, video editing, thing, I guess sometimes for TikTok now, um, and analytics, it's it's just having to really be able to pick up a lot of things that change quite quickly too, because social media changes quite quickly. Um, and also, yeah, just being that kind of bridge between the developers and a lot of the different uh, communities that try to get information from you and making sure that it works. I don't know. It's, it always feels like a lot, but it is a lot of fun. That sounds very fun. I didn't, I didn't consider the T structure. I, I love the way that you described that though. That's really, that's really interesting. Um, how many people do you have on your team at InnerSloth? So InnerSloth is a total of, um, Maybe like just over, just under 30 people. Oh, wow. Okay. I don't know like the exact number, but yeah. yeah. And then I have um, a community manager and a player support uh, lead on my team. Oh, cool. Yay. No, it's growing. Usually, <laughs> so I used to have to do everything like myself or like obviously like with help from other people on the team, but I didn't have like a community manager. I didn't have like player support and I've been building my team and it's so fun. They're great. That's awesome. I yeah, I always love seeing any social posts because I'm just like, oh my god, it, you guys know how to make it so fun, and everyone seems to. It's the one. It's like that and uh, Fall Guys that everyone seems to just kind of embrace, right? Like the community just really loves that game. Um, <clears throat> what was the most fun social post that you've put out? Hmm. <laughs> um, ooh, those. <sighs> Honestly, the most fun social posts tend to be replies sometimes to other uh, game studios mm -hmm. or other uh, companies because usually I will know like a few people on the team. Oh, okay. So it's what is it? I think I told I called Xbox Daddy at one point. At one point, <laughs> got me about this account. I missed oh, that God. one. <laughs> It's because, like, <laughs> Xbox had, like, photoshopped, like, their, I think their, was it their, was, I think it was, like, an Xbox S or something with a visor, and, like, it was, like, cradling a little Among Us bean, and I was like, <laughs> they're just asking me. Oh, that makes sense, yeah. Daddy. I'm like, I have to. <laughs> I have to, so I did. That sounds so fun. Oh my god, no, that is the perfect time to call Xbox Daddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's literally, it's just, it's one of those things where it's great when um, you can just interact with 
your friends through a different account. You're just like, all right. Yeah. Wait here. <laughs> yeah. Was it Stein that you were basically? I don't know. I don't okay. know who exactly it was I was talking to, but I was like, there's someone <laughs> there. There's at least someone there who will be like, that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, okay. So then I'm curious. How do you feel about Duolingo's approach to social media? I think that it's funny and it's cool and I'm for it. Um, they're, like, I think it's one of those things where as someone who works on social, like there's so, there are times in which you see someone doing something and you're like, I don't think I would have done that. But that doesn't necessarily mean it's wrong. Right. Um, yeah. And there's different standards or standards feels weird it's different like values or ways we go about things um which again doesn't mean it's wrong and i think they found like massive success and people love it so i'm like yeah go for it i love this for you um <laughs> it's very it's very cute i i remember one being like okay you gotta you gotta stop where it's like i, I forget what it was but like the duo bird costume like gave birth to something i was like all right no we're, we're done here <laughs> I know, but that's the thing, though, right? Because, like, part of it is that you remember that. And you're like, you do. talking about Duolingo right now. It's, it's one of those things where I'm like, I get where they're coming from. I get what's happening. Um, and, again, some of them I would be like, I don't know. However, you do you. <laughs> it works. Um, but, yeah, I, it's, it's so interesting to see different social media tactics. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I... Every time I think about doing anything, so before I started working in IGN, I was like, oh, I can totally do like, you know, social media stuff. I can help with communications. And then I actually saw what goes into it. I was like, no, I can't do this shit. I can't. Even like our social team, I'm like, how did you come up with this? Like, that's so, you have to be so fast and you have to know all the different trends. You have to be able to match it. Otherwise, you're too late and then it doesn't look good. So it, there's so much that goes into it. Um, how do you just how do you come up with these ideas and like what is your I don't know why are you so cool (laughs) why do I have Riz you mean yes oh my god that's what it thank you (laughs) um honestly like it's one of those questions where I wish I could say I had like a super smart answer for it but part of community mansion the reason why um it can be such a intense job is that you just have to be part like you can't be you can't do the you can't use the slang you can't be a part of the community without spending that time in it like it's Mm. very much understanding the culture of it but also like appreciating it and thinking it's really fun like I find it so fun and fascinating when like different kinds of slang come up and the ways in which people have changed their language to dodge censor words and it's super annoying especially when you're trying to moderate a game for sure but like even with tiktok when they stopped saying murder so they were killed so they could say unalive because they thought like oh they're i'm gonna get shadow banned if i say killed or something um just like really it's it's consumption you have to like consume the content but like hopefully a little less mindlessly like, like you know and i do this too where i'm just like scrolling through tiktok real quick um but actually like taking the time to analyze and be like okay like they're talking like this they're interacting like this what's the vibe that they're giving off um i don't know it it really does feel like studying a culture which i guess you are 
Yeah, no, that's a really good way of putting it just because, I mean, like we just used Riz, right? Like that's something that came out of, I, I felt so old. I had to look that up and I was like, why is this the term for having this this air about you? And I re- looked at him and I was like, oh, charisma. God damn it. <laughs> just say charisma. <laughs> um, okay, so what is your, okay. So since you are studying the culture and everything, what is the one slang term that you really don't like using? But like it's just prevalent. Um, I'm trying to think. I know I'm trying to think too. Yeah, I'm like I don't think there really is anything. There was one time where, okay, the problem is sometimes I'll do things ironically. You know when you do things ironically, then it becomes part of your actual everyday. Oh like, no! Back when dabbing was like, <clears throat> oh, this is so silly. Now it's part of me like sometimes i'll just dab to like leave a conversation <laughs> like all right see ya let's do that i'm like no okay that's adorable though <laughs> that's so cute <laughs> it hurts it hurts um gosh there was like this one time where i was being so i don't know why like you know sometimes you just get in that mood or i'm like because everyone's calls each other bestie now and they call like the among yes bestie. i'm like I know I have best friends. I can't just call anyone bestie. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm cheating on my best friend. <laughs> I was like super against using the word bestie anywhere. Oh my god. <laughs> That's so cute. You're like, no, I have best friends. You are not my bestie. <laughs> That's Don't so call me cute. Bestie. <laughs> oh but yeah, what are yours? Do you have any? I, you know what? I was thinking... <sighs> I use I don't use Riz too much, but I don't like that one. Um, but oh, also the one that I really, really don't like, the one that I've like gone on a rant before is sheesh. Like Really? Yeah, why? I understand. Well, the the way that they do it, right? Like the way that you just go, sheesh. I'm like, why is everyone saying this all of a sudden? Did people just discover this world this word exists? And then I, I kind of understood why they're using it, but I'm like, I hate this. This is like it used to just be like a reaction thing, but now it's like I don't know. I really did not like it. I was like, oh. <laughs> everyone sounds like seagulls saying "sheesh" all around. That's fair. That's, oh, that's actually hilarious. <laughs> I was like, oh. I don't like this. <laughs> Do you have one that you like? Then, um, let's see. I don't know. I can't think oh. of like a hmm. Would cunty be one? <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> like you know, people call things like. This <laughs> is not the way. <laughs> she's like, oh, she's gonna say something like, um, I don't know, like. <laughs> watching there's so many different things with like that word now and i used to not like that word but i think i think the lgbtq community has kind of taken it back which is great (laughs) so i okay so i recently started playing pikmin and there were these there were these two girls who cosplaying as like pikmin but they had heels on and um the the tiktok said you better not be uh cunty pikmin when i come back from 
work and they're just dancing and like you know it's like serving cunt that's the one that i like you that's know what? <laughs> i agree you're you're so right for this and i'm glad you- <laughs> <laughs> that yeah so i guess that one's my favorite but i, I was like does this count <laughs> You know what? Yeah. Yeah, wow. You're so right. That's really good. Now I don't even know what mine is because I'm like, that's the best one. <laughs> oh, God. The the uh, Quantum Express with Go Piss Girl. Yeah. That's oh, a really my good one. Yeah. That's a really I, good one. <laughs> where did that even I, It's so funny because I just hear these things. I'm like, where did they originate from? I think that was some Gossip Girl, and someone just, like, changed it, so it said go <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> oh, my God. I I don't, like... I watch Gossip Girl, and, like, one watch through is fine. I'm not going to do a rewatch. <laughs> I have only seen, like, back when it was popular, I had only seen a few episodes, because it just wasn't doing it for me. Yeah, I'm just like, oh, rich teen girls and boys. I'm like, I don't relate at all. I'm just like, oh, okay. That's nice. Have fun. <laughs> I was like, I don't care about um, the drama. Have you heard um, No Printer? No Printer? Like, facts, no printer? Yeah, all facts, no printer. Oh, my God. It is very clever, so yes. This is so good. <laughs> <laughs> and it works for us millennials. <laughs> yeah, we know exactly what that is. It's, it's age appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> I do like that one. That one's very clever. Some of these are really funny, and you're just like, how did you come up with this? I know. Wild. Yeah, every time I think I'm funny. The language has evolved so fast. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, man, I thought I had a comprehension of the american language of english but like no i don't i really don't <laughs> no one does Mm-mm. it's fine you know you know who has a better comprehension of it like people who didn't grow, uh, grow up with english as their first language yes <laughs> i it's actually okay so when i lived in korea we did um there were uh different schools you could go to like after school oh. which is crazy but um there could be like english school and stuff like that so I, I attended one once oh my god their their understanding of just the english language like down to syntax and everything i was like you guys know this better than i do i know i was like this is embarrassing um yeah yeah <clears throat> English was like I don't know if you guys did, but like English is technically my second language, but I lost my first language. Oh so no! Yeah, it was like because my parents were like, oh, because they they barely speak English, and then they're like mm. really worried that I wouldn't be able to do that and I would struggle in Canada. So they're like, just speak English, and I and because back then they didn't know like if you don't speak your language, you're gonna lose it eventually. So then I lost yeah. it, and they're like, wait a minute. I was like, oh. Yeah, it's so interesting. Wait, are you uh, are you first generation? Second gen. Second gen. Okay. Yeah. So I'm first gen. So when we moved, uh, uh, English was my second language. I do actually. It's so weird. The one memory I have of me like being younger is going to preschool and speaking in Korean to someone, and the girl I could understand English. She was like, she was like, what is she saying? 
and I had like another Korean girl who was like translating for me. But like I could understand oh. English, but I couldn't say it in English yet. So I remember that. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's it's crazy. Um, and yeah, so I I do I do hold on to Korean um a bit, but it does take me a minute to like switch back if I decide to speak in Korean. Um, I did a interview with a Korean developer and I was so frustrated because like I know how to say these things but just give me like five minutes to answer you. <laughs> oh my gosh yeah yeah that's the thing because now I have that where I can understand Vietnamese but I can't actually like say it back like I can't generate the words in my head I'm like oh god <laughs> I yeah I I wish I had kept up with it more, but it was definitely like my, my parents did the same thing where they were like, no, we want you to. Well, it was weird. They would go back and forth. They're like, oh, you should be proud to be Korean, but also be American so you can fit in. Right. So I would explicitly just talk in English for a while, but then we moved to Korea. So then I did have to speak oh. Korean a lot, which is probably when my Korean was the best. And then I moved back here and I've been kind of losing it. But, mm-hmm. you know, and that's what Duolingo's for. <laughs> the owl that bullies me every day (laughs) (laughs) yeah i exactly d moreno says us multilinguals need time to compile while speaking (laughs) i really do that is fair fair. Mm -hmm. yeah but like i feel i feel like translation devices have gotten so much better now too like um google translate is has gotten better it's not there yet but it's gotten better uh, when I traveled to Germany, I just took a picture of a menu and you put it into the Google Translate thing and it just tells you everything. Yes. It's yeah, so when fun. when I went to Taiwan, I did that exact thing. I was like, oh, this is so helpful. This is great. It's amazing. Yeah. I was like, this is awesome. Uh, yeah. Google over- Overlord. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. 100%. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's been really nice, but I'm like, man, I is it too late for me to learn more languages? I tried to learn Italian. Yeah, that's true. Italian is really pretty, but like, oh my god, it's like all of my history from high school with like Spanish is coming in, and it's like so it's almost similar enough that I can kind of get it, but at the same time, it starts. It, I just got to the point where it starts like diverting, and I'm like, okay, this is too much for my brain. <laughs> Languages are are genuinely just the one of for me one of like the worst things to figure out and understand but i want to um i think it's like it makes me think of how like if you were to learn english it sounds it feels almost impossible with the amount of slang that we have there was so much yeah i'm sure See, other languages have a ton of slang too but i'm not learning them so i'm just like i yeah. know english has a ton <laughs> Yeah, it's the same with Korean. Um, when I lived in Korea, I was like, wait, what does this word mean? I've never heard this. And, you know, my cousins would be like, oh, this is slang for this. And I'm like, what? How does that even happen? Right? Because now I'm just like, now I have to understand slang between two different languages and then also translate those in my brain. And it was really difficult. I was like, oh, my God. And I already know that those that slang is outdated now. So I'm just like, great. Yeah. I'm going to be like a boomer in Korea. <laughs> Oh my god. There is there so somehow on my TikTok there's this guy who uh his lang his first language, his native language is Chinese. Um and he's trying to teach people Chinese people how to speak English like on TikTok and or like just other people who don't like really know English. And 
the comments are so funny because they're like, this guy speaks English in 4K. Like the way he speaks, like the enunciation, it's so clear. It's so precise. It's so perfect. I'm like, I can't even speak like that. I want to learn how to speak like that. <laughs> Maybe we can do this class. In 4K. That's so funny. Oh my God. Yeah. I don't think it's slang saying things are in 4K. Yeah. I. Oh my God. Yeah. Caught in 4K. That's one of my favorites too because. Yeah. Oftentimes it's applied to a very like good situation. You're just like, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> Have you ever said you raw dog something? Yeah. <laughs> See, you surprised me with that one, Victoria. <laughs> Where are you raw dogging these days? <laughs> funny slang. What? What? <laughs> I was just outside with my, with one of my best with one of my besties. Um. <laughs> And like we like we took off like our mask because we we're just outdoors, no. and she's like, "Damn, we're really raw dogging the air right now." <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Honestly, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure. I think I said it in a situ- similar situation where I like didn't take my allergy meds, and I'm like, "Damn, I just I'm just raw dogging this right now." <laughs> talk like that at work but you know <laughs> yeah and you're just like into, oh my into god. one of your segments on IGN <laughs> oh my god imagine oh maybe on the next podcast I'll do yeah and then if they're like why did you say this you're like it's the slang don't you want to be current <laughs> oh my god I I okay yeah I'm gonna try to figure out a way to do that because I think I was like, oh, we need to appeal to the younger audience. <clears throat> okay, let me uh, hold on. <laughs> let me raw dog this. Oh my god, that makes me think of like I hold my beer, just kind of left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, there was a tweet that was literally like, ah, I see. Um, they're what they call savage. We used to call go beast mode. We have so much in common. <gasps> Ew. That's right. Oh my god, I forgot about beast mode. Right? Remember that was just uh, go beast mode. <laughs> it was, you're just like, oh god. It's like it's like the old Facebook posts of of uh yeah, like those cringe posts that you put, you're like, mm, delete that. Yeah. You know what I actually never understood, but just had to pretend like I did was the game, like losing the game. I dude, I still don't get it. Right? I, I never understood that. Like people are like, like, oh, now we lost the game. I'm like, I don't. Ha. Yeah. And pe- some people would like make it their personality to be upset about it. And I'm like, I don't care. I don't know what this is. Never understood. Yeah. Never understood it. But. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sure. Deadass is a good one, too. Yeah. Deadass now 100%. <laughs> it's okay. I think what I say, I'm just like, God, it's it sounds so like wrong when I say it but like it's weird when Gen Z kids say you're just like yeah okay that makes sense (laughs) use proper terminology it's fine you could say 100% or whatever yeah I don't know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I've definitely used dead ass but I'm like I just I'm so curious for when we're just like old Asian ladies (laughs) like what like what are we gonna say like are we gonna say (laughs) <laughs> we still gonna say Riz? I don't know. <laughs> but it'd be so funny. Oh. 
it's 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 like those TikToks where um those people will like have the old filter on and just pretend to be like you know in the nursing home and just like <laughs> reciting Nicki Minaj lyrics. <laughs> and I'm like, that's gonna be me. <laughs> so good so good that will absolutely be me like just in a rocking chair like oh look at old spencer trying to riz on victoria let's see how this goes i bet she'll dead ass beat him up (laughs) 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 oh god honestly like like I'm okay. This is such a, such a like more serious and more genuine thing. But I am so excited. Hopefully, um, and there definitely are. But like the older people get, and like the older the game industry gets, and you see like, and there are of course older people in the industry. It's just like I want to see that. Like I love, like that extended timeline in the industry, and it's not just, <laughs> like, I don't know. It's very exciting to me. I want to. Yeah. I'm excited to grow old. <laughs> Okay, so I actually, okay, so my coworkers and I had this discussion. Do you think that the person who wrote uh, for Sony, the, the get your 19 inches of venom, do you think they meant to say it? <laughs> I know. Do you think they meant to say it like that? Or do you think that it was someone who was older, maybe not like thinking in that way, who was just like, yeah, this is a great way to say how big this statue is? Or do you think they knew? I, I in my heart, I, I want to say that they knew and they were like let's see if i can get away with this i really want that to be the case but it might it might just be that it just like it slipped their mind and <laughs> i've been in enough situations where i've written stuff and i've been like okay i think this is good and i didn't like put it out there yet but i was like i'm just gonna like let it ruminate for a bit and i come back to it and i'm like oh god wait <laughs> That sounds terrible. Because I think that when your job is to, like, keep writing these things, sometimes it's, you're just like, I just got to, like, get this out or, like, I got to do this thing. So it, it slips your mind and you don't realize it. But sometimes you do do it and you're like, I know exactly what I'm doing and I hope it goes through. Yeah. Um, in my head, I was like, maybe they were trying to describe it in, like, the least amount of words possible to fit it into a tweet. But also, oh. I mean, 19 inches of, like, that's a very specific way to say it. <laughs> it is. It is. And we can only hope. Mm-hmm. We can only use our imaginations. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, I definitely use my imaginations on the 19 inches of Venom. I'm like, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'd be raw dog in that image. <laughs> <laughs> this is the most unhinged. <laughs> yeah, I can take him. Not in a fight, though. <laughs> Uh, I told you this is very unprofessional very just like casual this is great greatest podcast I've ever been on (laughs) Moreno says y'all need Jesus never change yay thanks oh that's perfect that's perfect you know if, if there's one thing that people remember today I hope it's that yeah Well, I've already seen in chat the raw dogging comments, so I think people are going to come away with that. Yeah. Okay, great. <laughs> I'm so happy for you. I'm just wondering, okay, yeah. what we can do. Yes. Um, I so my my partner works in like a like one of the the more serious professions, 
Um, and sometimes I'll tell him about the stuff or like he'll say like stuff that I I'm on and like the stuff that we talk about and super unprofessional. He's like, Rufus, <laughs> what do you even do? Like, I don't know. This is this is your life. What how, what is this like? <laughs> is it very different? Like talking about the different problems that you have with work, and then does he ever provide something? Is he into like game space? No, so he's not in the game space. Um, like he plays games. Yeah, but it's not like anything in that and it honestly is quite nice because I have to sometimes before I tell a story that's happening in the games industry I have to be like is this worth giving all the context to <laughs> and that's actually like a really nice reset of like oh actually I don't really care about this that much mm. it's not that serious um so I won't talk about it but if it is that serious I'm like oh, okay this is something that I really care about and that's something like I want to spend more time on um because I think I mean, I'm sure you have this too, where it's like when work, when your hobby is work and your work is your hobby, it, just, it gets mushed in sometimes and it can be really hard to like get yourself out of that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's really, it's nice. It's really refreshing. Um, and I'm sure everyone has their own ways to kind of get about that. Um, but yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, is it, so does he ever provide like a fresh perspective on something that you might be stuck on because he's not as ingrained in the game space as you are? Yeah, I think so. It's, it's one of those things where I do, I always value um, kind of different perspectives when it comes to my work. Like it's great to get inspiration from people in your field, 100%, but I've gotten like a lot of influence from my community management work, for instance, from like, hmm lifestyle youtubers and just seeing the ways in which they connect with their audience and seeing the ways that like oh like it's really interesting like how the beauty community works together or like oh um when i'm trying to figure out how much protein i need to eat like that's the <laughs> whole thing right like there's yeah. a community out there for anyone and then i'm currently like learning about knitting the knitting community's drama oh. there's like a whole youtube channel about that i'm like oh my goodness i don't even knit but it's someone faked their own death what? So that they wouldn't have to fulfill or yeah you think there's game industry drama you like i need to send you this video later please it's wild yeah yeah in, in this digital day and age i have like the the amount of times i've scrolled through tiktok and like found drama i'm just like i'm kind of into this let me watch this as i brush my teeth so i would be very interested in that what i told you they make their own death because they're getting too many orders for yarn Oh my god! Can you imagine? It's like a game gets too popular, and someone's like, "I'm done here." No, no, no. <laughs> I just, I, I'm, I'm dead. <laughs> That's crazy. What? Oh my god! I yeah, I'm I'm so interested in that. Yeah, it's like watching fire burn. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh oh. Quantum also asks, "Do you know who the original creator of the Among Us jingle is?" You mean just like the the theme. So Among Us doesn't technically have a lot of music in it. Like if you mm -hmm. mean any of the sounds and music in the game itself, that is uh, Puff Falls United. That's one of our co-founders. Um, oh. Yeah, he made he made all the music, all the sounds for it. And then I know that there are a lot of remixes of our different sounds <laughs> and music, which are really good. And honestly, I've listened to like just for fun before. I'm like, the like trap remix. I'm like, oh, that's so good. <laughs> Trap remix? Yeah, there's a crap remix. Wow. So many links. 
it's been so nice to see the Among Us community just grow. And there's just so much love for the game. It's crazy. Like, um, I... I remember coming back to the game for a, a charity stream and I was like, oh my God, there's like the, the rewards track is really good. I really loved that. So there's more replayability to it. And I feel like oh. Among Us VR is probably the next step I want to take because it looks so fun. <laughs> you should. It is honestly very cool to be like when I was testing it out, like walk around the scalp and like try the different tasks. It's super fun. It's super fun. Yeah. Oh, what about, is there like a haptic suit where you can feel if someone like stabs you? <laughs> No. <laughs> but imagine, imagine we like somehow created that. Have you ever wanted to just be stabbed and see what that felt like? Yeah. Well, you can now with Among Us particular haptic suit. Yeah, it's a little bean. <laughs> Yeah, I, like I did the the VR thing before, and of course I went with a group of friends, and all the guys immediately just like turned the guns on themselves and were like, "Oh, I wonder what this feels like," and shot themselves. I'm like, "Oh my god." But yeah, I was like, wait a minute, this could be fun for Among Us, you know? Maybe every time someone passes you, you it like vibrates or something. And then like, you know, if you if they do the stab animation, you feel it in your back because they stabbed you in the back. <laughs> oh my god. That's but true. I, it would that's... be it would be very interesting. <laughs> Maybe an April Fool's joke. Just develop a very expensive hat. <laughs> so you know what it feels like to get stabbed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> just just for that purpose no big deal <laughs> yeah well i don't want to take up too much of your time we are coming up on an hour but i don't know how you are on time or anything yeah i can i just have to end at 10 30 because i 10 30 a, <gasps> a dance class wait tell me about that you're a dancer yeah well no so i only started like uh, early this year so i'm still <gasps> learning you're, you're a dancer that's that's awesome Thank I you. I went to one dance class. Do you, and, do you huh? do pole dancing? I, I do. I haven't done it in a minute, but I still have the pole up in my... Okay. Yeah. That's what I've been learning to do. <gasps> Yay! It is, isn't it? Okay. It is way more athletic than I ever thought it would be. Yeah. Some of the moves I thought would be easy, I was like, Ugh, <laughs> my stomach! <laughs> yeah. I was like, because, look, when I, like, when I see, like, your muscles on Twitter, I'm like, damn, that's really nice. Like, I would love to be super strong. Um, and, but, like, I'm not there yet. Like, I haven't, like, hit the phase where I've, like, done, like, the free weights or anything. Yeah. But pull and, like, the strength that comes with it. And yeah. also needing to be, like, graceful because it's not just, if you're not, you're going to, like, hit your, like, leg against the pole. I'm like, this is so fun. It is. is awesome. So yeah, I've been having a lot of fun with that. Yeah, it's it's very. I'll say for me, it was very humbling because I was like, oh, I thought I was strong, but it requires a different strength. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh god, I look like a fish, man. I like. I, they're like, oh, do it, do the sexy wave, and I'm like, delete that delete that delete that that will never live on the internet <laughs> i know i'm like i have videos where i'm like this is like blackmail material like i look so awkward like are you kidding me right now it's so funny because like i'm like oh man my instructor was the most like gorgeous like flexible person she was doing that. i was like i can do that i'm like oh no i can't <laughs> no but that's yeah, awesome 
yeah it's so much it's so much fun and it's just like it it combines so many things which is like the gracefulness like the flexibility and the strength which are all things I haven't been very good with um so when I first did it I was like I don't think it's actually going to like work out but like I've been wanting to try one for so long because when I see people who like pull dance they look so strong and I really want to try that um and then I did one class and I was like I have to come back like yes I'm so glad it's such a good workout and it also like it it does help with your confidence I mean I know like you know learning it is is tough but it feels so good when you figure out a move or when you you know nail a certain part of choreography I'm so happy for you thank you thank you yeah no I it's it's so much fun and it's one of those things where so I do like do a daily workout like with like some like weighted squats like all that sort of yeah um and I had and I was doing poles and then I wasn't eating enough protein oh no god and I was like I was like ah you know it's fine I'm sure because before when I was doing like my short daily ones I was like there's no it's fine um but then I I think I like uh sprained not sprained uh was it that pulled pulled a muscle in my back? No, <laughs> like, oh. for the first time ever in my life, I was like, "Why? What happened?" <laughs> and they're like, "Did you? Well, one, did you stretch? But also, two, do you? How much protein do you eat?" Mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, mm, yeah. I see now. I it's, see my problem. It's a lot to manage because, like, I I don't think you need to have too much protein, but like just enough is good." But sometimes, yeah. some days, man, it, it's hard. You're just like, oh, "I don't want to shake," or like, "I don't want to eat that chicken." <laughs> yeah oh my gosh so if you ever get a message from me that's like please help. please yeah no I would love to oh my goodness I would love to yeah I I love talking to people about fitness stuff and like yeah oh my god you I will probably once I move to LA I'll probably look for like pole dance studios again and then we can like talk about that too that'd be so fun please yes please yeah no I just need you to know anytime I see your like weightlifting videos I'm like damn one day that's so cool (laughs) yes i will literally help you like i am so down i'm very excited for that thank you (laughs) yeah well i know we're coming up on um your dance time so we're we're gonna go ahead and go but thank you so much for coming on and talking to me about like everything being as unprofessional as me (laughs) thank you for having me i'm glad we got to just have an hour to talk to each other yeah always fun to talk to you always fun to have chat around (laughs) Yeah, thank you all for joining. We'll see you next time.